Hello and welcome to the I'm Shook podcast. This is Chelek Yedzayin, Parshas Tazria, Sicha Gimel. And as we know, Parshas Tazria speaks about the Mitzayra. So there is a Pasuk in this week's Parsha that states, the Mitzayra must quarantine outside the encampment and he must sit completely, completely alone. He's completely isolated. And the Mishnah also states about a Mitzayra. And he says, if a Mitzayra walks into your home, you have a short period of time to kick him out before his Tzaras spreads onto you and your belongings, your home. So you have a short period of time until that Tzaras spreads and makes its mark. This is the amount of time it takes to prepare and light a candle. Okay. During that time, the Tzaras and the Mitzayra cannot affect you or your home. But if that time passes, the home becomes contaminated. The Mefarshim explain that the candle is a reference to preparing the Shabbos candles. The Tyra and all mitzvahs are given to bring shalom and peace into this world. Yet, the mitzvah of Shabbos candles personifies this idea very much because while it's true, that a spiritual R comes down into this world with every single mitzvah that we do. We only really see a physical light come in with Shabbos candles because here you see I'm lighting the Shabbos candles with light. That's physical. And we also see or feel that a spiritual light is also coming into this world as well. So it's one of the only mitzvahs that you can see physically and it's, the light is also coming in spiritually. It's very, very cool. In the olden days, Shabbos candles literally lit up our home so we wouldn't stumble on any obstacles. Like, Shabbos candles, it's still very special, but then it actually really brought that light and it was very essential because otherwise we would stumble on wood and stones thrown around the house. So once the Shabbos candles would be lit, we wouldn't stumble on any obstacles anymore and we would walk around in comfort and joy. As we know, Shabbos candles bring out the same peace and serenity in our home nowadays. They bring the family together. We all know that as soon as we light the Shabbos candles, there's this new peace and serenity brought into the home. And everyone automatically, whether it's like gathering around the table or playing a game, a board game, it automatically brings the family together. It's actually a crazy thing to, to see. Anyways, let's hold on to that thought and speak about the Mitzayra for a moment. We're going back to that. The Mitzayra is known to be one of the worst impurities in the Tyra, to the point that when they quarantine, they have to be separate even from other impure people. And we don't, we don't see that often because they actually have to be separate from everyone. They are completely alone. So we might wonder, like, what was this terrible Avera? that caused such a punishment. Like, how bad could it be? And the Gemara answers us and tells us that the sin of the Mitzayra is actually Lashon Hara. When someone talks Lashon Hara, they actually, it's crazy, they lost sight of the fact that Am Yisrael is one nation. We're, we're one. They've lost sight of that. We know that, like, we belong to one Hashem. And the Lashon Hara speaker They only care about the selfish, short-term pleasure that they'll get from speaking badly of someone. Because 
We all are one nation. We're part of one nation. But when someone says Lashnahara, they bring separation and they break that down. And that person really only cares about that short-term pleasure that they're getting from that in that minute. And it separates us as, us as a people. It's a very hard struggle. And the Rambam, the Rambam actually states that someone who starts with Lashonara will finish will speak will finish with speaking badly of Hashem and eventually denying Hashem. So it's a little crazy because a lot like almost everyone encounters times where they're battling to say Lashonara and most of us give in. And it's crazy to hear that it's such a bad avera and that it really breaks us as a people. In Tanya, the Alter Rebbe teaches us a foundational concept that there's no conflict in this world between Hashem and the world. Like, think about it. Hashem's oneness is only masked by a cover so that we'll have free will to deny in Hashem's existence. The world, although it may look physical on the surface, it's just a cover for the fact that it's all Hashem. Because if we openly saw that Hashem was this entire world, we actually would not have Bechira. We wouldn't have the chance to choose. Because if Hashem was before us, then we would do exactly what he says. So Hashem enclosed himself. And now, although we may not see him, he's still here. For those who know the truth that Hashem's the creator and is one with all of his creations, there's no separation of the material world and the spiritual world. Because if you understand that the world truly is Hashem's oneness and the material is also Hashem, then they won't have conflict between the material world and the spiritual world since they're both one. They're both Hashem. There's no difference. They're one world. The learning of Taira and doing of mitzvahs, they're tools Hashem gave us to help us realize this truth. That there is peace between physicality, materialism, and ruchnius and Hashem. Because Taira and mitzvahs is like a taste of that revelation. And so it unites those two worlds. It's, it's crazy cool. A practical mitzvah that affects both the physical and spiritual worlds in the same way, at the literal same time, is the mitzvah of lighting Shabbos candles. Because although we may not see openly and revealed that the physical and spiritual world are one, because it seems so different to us. Like, if I look at a table, I just don't see the light in that. I don't see the ruchnius and the spiritual light that lies within the table. But when we light Shabbos candles, we see the flame and we also have a spiritual light, a spiritual flame that's coming down into this earth, into this world. So it's spiritual and physical at the same time. And it's the same thing. It's, it's crazy. So this is why the mitzvah of Shabbos candles is literally the poster mitzvah for peace. And it's like one of the temetzayim. It's like really important. And it brings together the material and spiritual worlds. When we light Shabbos candles, the Gemara told us that we won't stumble over any boundaries, right? We're not going to stumble onto anything. So what exactly does that mean? The boundaries represent Avaidah Zara, serving idols, and a complete denial of Hashem. 
In other words, to avoid seeing the stumbling block in the dark as a contradiction to Hashem. We have to turn on the light. Because if we don't turn on the light, the stumbling block seems so big. It's right in front of you. You feel like you're going to trip. You feel like you're going to fall. There's no way to see it in a good light because there is no light. But as soon as, you, as soon as you turn on that light, then you can see it and you see that, oh, I don't need to trip on this. I have light. I could see. There's no problem with this. It's just something that's in front of me. And maybe you could use that to do something good. On the contrary. If you turn on your view, which shows you how boundaries are not a stumbling block in your Avaitis Hashem, and that on the contrary, they're one with Hashem, your Avaita, it's like it gets merged. It's physicality and spirituality together, and it's very powerful. And everything becomes at peace and one with Hashem when we're involved with lighting Shabbos candles, as you can see, because it's merging together these two worlds. Although I really shouldn't say two because they technically are one. They're both Hashem. Now, like to kind of get more practical, how is it relevant? Like how, how is any of this relevant? If we think about it, at the root of every single issue that someone may have is the feeling of being conflicted. When faced with conflict, we're not sure how we feel. So if someone's having an issue, they just, they're feeling conflicted. They don't know how to feel. So for example, like let's say a child, his parents, they say no to him. Whatever he asked, they deny him. They, he then has conflicted feelings. Because on the one hand, his parents said no to him and that may make him sad, mad, any other feelings like this. But on the other hand, he knows that his parents love him. So that's a feeling of conflict. He doesn't know how to feel because he's feeling two things at once. It's the same feeling when it comes to our Yiddishkeit. We can feel conflicted about our Yiddishkeit and how to balance like materialistic taivais and our Ruchnias because to us, it feels like there's two worlds because we can't see, again, with the table, we can't see the light openly within the table. So it feels like they're two conflicting concepts. We have one world, and that world is materialistic. And then we have another world, and that world's ruchnius. That can be very hard because we can't be perfect, and we can't just be ruchnius malachim. We're not angels. So that's where the conflict comes from. So the Rebbe in this Sicha is telling us a very deep and powerful lesson that will have an impact on us our entire life. Begin, the, I'm, I'm going to try and break it down. Begin the resolution to conflict when you're three years old. You have to light the Shabbos candles and experience how the candles keep the Yenta Metzairah away from you. Light Shabbos candles and experience the fusion of heaven and earth. If you start this from when you're three years old, that's going to be a foundational thing for you. If you constantly, every Friday from when you're three years old, light the Shabbos candles to bring peace between the two worlds, the materialistic world and the spiritual world, which again, we're bringing peace to it in our own mind, but in truth, they're one. And we keep away that yentem etzairah that's coming in and saying, Oh, and confusing you and giving you conflicting feelings. If you light Shabbos candles and experience that fusion of those two worlds and feel the balance of how materialism is not a stumbling block, but one with Hashem, then you could reach so many heights because it's all one and you're using this world 
in your Havaitas Hashem. Lighting candles, for example, is like being in the midst of a deep farbringen. <laughs> no one, no one, like imagine you're out of farbringen. It's a deep, deep farbringen. Like everyone's feeling it. I just, no part of my brain can imagine somebody popping up and saying some Lashon Hara in the middle of that. Like everyone would kind of just be like weirded out. Like it, it wouldn't work. It just doesn't make sense. So here we see when conflict, when that Mitzayra, who represents the Lashon Hara, gets removed, then we can have true simcha and we can serve Hashem with joy and peace. And that's the ultimate peace because we're physical humans in this world and we're also spiritual because we have an neshama. And this world, although it may seem physical and spiritual, two separate aspects, they are actually one. And in order for us to bring Mashiach and to really experience this ultimate goal that Hashem has for us is to fuse those two things that Hashem gave to us. And with that said, have an amazing Shabbos and make sure you make that fusion and bring peace to the world. Don't forget to light Shabbos candles.